a common experience that comes up in my work is grief and self-judgment. When a client or community member feels that they have gone backwards in their growth. But we can't go backwards. It's impossible. We may feel like we've circled back to an old wound or something we believed we had already learned once and for all. But we need repetition to truly move a new truth from head into heart and then deeper into the body until it lives in our bones or becomes embodied truth. We travel deeper, not wider. Life is, I believe, more circular than linear. We learn how to practice a new skill or pattern in new circumstances. We take it to the next level, but we don't go backwards. Welcome, welcome back. I'm Krista, founder of alifeinprogress.ca. I offer my work as a writer, grief and trauma-informed mind-body coach and joyful living educator. My work is for freedom seekers, truth tellers and stubborn questioners, highly sensitive souls, slow movers and non-hustlers, the anxious, grieving, weary and healing, reforming people pleasers, perfectionists, performers and peacekeepers, brave, messy, and curious humans ready to quiet the conditioning and noise to reclaim freedom, wellness, and joy. I'm glad you're here. So a couple of weeks ago, I was in my kitchen and I've been doing some, some more somatic sessions for trauma healing. Um, and I was just wrapping that up and I had this insight or revelation um, in my kitchen and I could just see this, something that I couldn't see before. This whole new area of um, like a growth edge, a new growth edge for me in this season that I'm currently in. And I, did, I don't know how to do the thing, right? I, I've never been there before. I, I, it's a new way of being. Um, and in particular, in this case, it's a, a new way of relating to my daughters after traumatic loss of a child. Um, anyways, so, but what's so helpful to me now after years and years of, you know, doing some significant healing and, and just always trying to consciously say yes to life, etc., is the awareness that I can release urgency. I don't have to have the answers today. I just need the awareness that this is a thing that I'm going to be saying yes to. And, and then light for the one tiny next step. I witness in my work, and certainly I have lived this, felt this in my body, that there is so much pain and judgment when we believe the story that we should be better, different, further along, etc. than exactly where we are. This story, it doesn't promote growth. It actually keeps us stuck or circling in our pain. It, it robs us of the joy of the very real 
imperfect and beautiful reality in front of us. It keeps us really, really self-focused in a way where we can't necessarily be generous or offer the type of compassion and generosity to others that we might want to. Um, yeah, so just circling back to this idea that I believe that we can't go backwards. It's an impossibility, but each new circumstance, each new opportunity, if we say yes to it, and if, you know, we have to be in a safe enough, resource enough place in our life to do the work, but if we can say yes to it, then it it draws us deeper into the work. So yes, we may be here again, learning more about boundaries. And we may have thought, hey, didn't I just do three years of boundary work? <laughs> yes, you did. Um, and now you are equipped to do this new thing. Or you may feel like you learned how to love yourself and practice self-compassion and you know, be kind to yourself. And all of a sudden your eyes are open to the ways that you still are extra hard on yourself or judging yourself. Didn't you already do this work? Yeah, you did a whole lot of really hard, important work and you can be proud of yourself, but you've never met this circumstance before. You've never been here before. So you're gonna use all of the skill and all of the understanding and the acquired wisdom that you gleaned in years past, and you're going to bring that into the work in front of you. With each repetition, we deepen our roots and our wisdom grows too. And as we go deeper, slow and steady, we meet true self hidden beneath layers of hurt, trying to get our needs met and old behavioral patterns constructed to help us feel safe and loved in this very messy world. All the work we've done to get to this place in our journey, none of it is wasted. It's all here with us as we face this new season and this new circumstance. So four things that I think, like four fruits of shifting the story around, you know, I should be further along. I should already know how to do this. Oh my God, haven't I done enough healing work? Like um, four benefits or fruits that come when we are able to shift that story, even as we begin to shift the story. One, we can release urgency. This is huge for me. And I suspect it's huge for many of you. We can release urgency. We don't have to, we, we can relax and just focus on what's right in front of us. We can't do this all at once. I've mentioned in previous episodes, the, what I believe is a truth, not just an idea that we heal, grow and become at the speed of safety. It reminds me of a quote I wrote years ago, um, just very simple, but it's when I pull my mind back from tomorrow and my heart from yesterday, I live with joy today. And that's what I think happens. We, we live more present and open, um, open to joy, for instance, or open to savoring the gifts and the beauty 
or open to just being present in the grief or what, you know, the other emotions are rising up in today. As we're ready, stuff will rise to the surface asking for attention. We don't have to worry. We don't have to go hunting for it. Um, digging through the junk drawer. Number two, I think that this shift helps us be kinder and gentler on ourselves. And then I believe that we are kinder and gentler on other people as well. I'm not making an all or nothing argument here, but I know that for a lot of us at least, we're not always conscious of just how hard we are on ourselves and even how much we judge little things like things other people do or say or the way they behave or whatever. There's just like these constant judgments. And as we're kinder and gentler on ourselves, I believe that that spills over onto all of our other relationships. We can release a lot of that judgment, you know, when we're awake to it, we can just release it or shake it off. Um, we're not doing it wrong because there's more healing ahead. I, I just want to spin off here, make a little side note for a moment. That experience of trauma and grief can cause so much damage, body and mind, uh, also to our relationships and, you know, wreak havoc on our lives in so many ways that years of hard work may be required just to come back to baseline. This feels true for me. I think this is the work of the last four years in my life. We can feel behind. But again, we heal, grow, and become at the speed of safety. Things aren't fair. You know, it hurts. This isn't what we signed up for, but here we are. We can be proud of the work it took us to come back up to baseline. And also the truth is that even as we crawled our way back up to fresh air, we were doing important healing work below the surface. We're not the same as when we started. That time wasn't for nothing. Even if parts of our life were blown apart, certain dreams were placed on hold, and there's lasting damage to some corners of our world, and we bear the scars to prove it. We were deep in the belly of the whale, transforming, shape-shifting, integrating, and becoming whole all the while. So many things take longer than we want or feels comfortable, but this isn't bad or wrong. We can't rush or bypass the process. What we can do is stay rooted in compassion and take responsibility for the work in front of us. So we can be kinder and gentler on ourselves. You know, wherever we are resisting reality, it's human, you know, it's human. It makes sense in a lot of situations. But if we want to come back into a place of agency, we will need to face the truth of what is and decide to keep living fully the life that is in front of us. So a third benefit 
is of um, remembering that we're all always in progress. We're all simply practicing going deeper, not wider, is that we adopt a growth mindset. There will always be a growth edge in life or a learning curve. Um, you know, so we can stop waiting for the perfect calm, you know, reality or the perfect calm day or season of life and, 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 you know, grapple with this as needed, as often as needed, but then also just say, you know what, like I'm up for the challenge. I'm a curious human. I like to learn, you know, in my case, um, I, I know that I thrive with a growth edge. If it, if it's overwhelming, that can lead to shutdown. But if it's just enough to kind of keep me on my toes and keep my brain thinking creatively or strategically, I thrive there, which is why I love running my own business, even though some, some parts of it feel anxiety producing. But a growth mindset helps us shift back into agency, like move out of shame and despair into agency helps us live with more hope and practice hope in action, helps us remember the reality that, yep, we're imperfect. Yes, life is messy, but we can show up anyway. And fourth, we can live with more joy and creativity today if we don't have to expend all our focus and energy on trying to fix all of the problems at once. Find all of the answers today, which, you know, isn't a possibility. So this is similar to point one around releasing urgency. But this is just focused on how when we're not uber focused, like every single ounce of our attention and energy is going to fix or worrying about the thing in front of us, we're feeling shame or feeling guilt or feeling judgment because we're in progress as a human in a messy world, all of a sudden we open up space in our bodies, our minds and our lives for other. You know, we can think we can savor the gifts of today, but also we can put some of that energy into our deep work, our creative projects you know, bringing to life some of the things that feel joyful or meaningful to us as individuals. So, all right, I'm going to wrap up there. One little possibility, a possible way of practicing imperfect action would be to just write on a sticky note or in your agenda or something, something like, you know, just a reminder to self I am in progress. We are all simply practicing, you know, something like that. Just check in with a daily over the next week, even see how that feels for you. An invitation to you. Um, I just, I invite you to come join me for Monday morning, hope and encouragement. If you sign up for my email, my hope map, most Monday mornings, I send out an email I love to hear from you. Um, so you're always welcome to hit reply to my Monday morning hope map and share what's coming up for you. What are you practicing? In a noisy world, 
Um, that's one of the places that I, I guard some time so that I can respond to people who are on in that community. So I'll share the link to my Monday morning hope map. All right, wrapping up. And until next time, make peace with messiness to make space for joy. Bye.